that, baby! But here, I've met a lot of people and I've played some too. And there's one thing I know, people like to talk. <laughs> it's the Spudcast. That's where you at. Hey, where you at, baby? How y'all making this evening? Thanks for joining me here on the Spudcast Podcast while I'm talking on my ass with rock and roll uh, appreciado. What's the word? Entrepreneur. It's John Blanchard. Everybody knows who John Blanchard is from Rock and Roll and the Old College. And we're going to talk about coming back, uh, staying open during the lockdown and coming back after the lockdown and the restaurant revitalization fund and all kinds of cool stuff like that here on the Spudcast right after this. Does the sound of thunder strike fear in your home? There's only one sure way to fix a flooding problem. Home Team Elevation. End the worry. Stop insurance rate hikes. Get your flooding problem fixed now with the Home Team Advantage. Experienced, hands-on, local owners. You want design choices? On the Home Team, you're the MVP. So don't wait. Elevate with Home Team Elevation because the flood stops here. Get your free quote at 3011222. 3011222 or go to hometeamelevation.com. Getting older and feeling your age? Low energy, no motivation, putting on the pounds? Maybe age isn't the culprit. Maybe the sad truth is you have low testosterone. Well, don't sit around and mope. Go to the Mope Clinic at the Men's Optimal Performance Enhancement Clinic. Chris Rue will do more than just fling a blue pill at you. With proper testing, diagnosis, and testosterone replacement therapy, you'll be on your way to becoming your old self again. Or better yet, your new self again. Go to mopeclinic.com, M-O-P-E clinic.com, or call 504-322-3888 to start your journey to a better, stronger, healthier you. Bud here, do your breakers keep breaking? Do you see a spark when you plug in your hair dryer? If you do, I want you to remember one thing. 9473392. That's Eugene Lawrence's number at E1 Electric. Let's face it, you don't know nothing about electricity, but Eugene does. A licensed and insured electrical contractor, over 25 years experience, him and his crew can do anything for you, from hanging a ceiling fan to rewiring an apartment complex. So before you hear this, you better hear this. Thanks for calling E1 Electric. How can we help you? E1 Electric, 504-947-3392. Okay, so uh, joining me here on the Spudcast podcast, I'm talking out my ask with uh, John Blancher of uh, Ye, uh, Ye Old College Inn and the Rock and Bowl, which, in case you didn't know this, Rock and Bowl will never die. Old New Orleans, my oh my. You're like a, you're like a cockroach after an atomic attack there, John. I mean, nothing's going to kill you. Nothing can keep you down. I... Well, I'm not sure if I'm uh, that... Uh... Dominant a species as a cockroach, <laughs> but the uh, I uh, I've been pretty fortunate for quite a while now. So yeah, keep trying and uh, never give up, and uh, you know just faith that the good Lord has some kind of plan for me, and whatever that is, I'm just here and trying to figure it out and get it done. Well, you're doing a good job so far. I know that. I mean. You know, for those of you who haven't seen it, my wife did a documentary on John and uh, his family and coming back after Katrina. It's called Holy Bowler. If you go to WLAE TV, I'm sure you can link to it and see it there. It came out pretty good, I thought. Um, And there was a lot of stuff in there that, I mean, look, I knew some of your history, but I didn't know a lot about it. I knew you played baseball, but I didn't know all the other stuff that went with it. I knew knew about some of your family uh, things, but, you know, the, the... the things that you guys have overcome that you did not let get in your way, the way you were, the way you ended up with rock and bowl, 
which I love that story because you were on your way to see me do the kingfish when you decided to buy it. So when, <laughs> right, right. I mean, it's so I, you know, I feel like a little personal thing, even though I don't ask for free food or free shoes when I go there. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you you run a very successful business, two businesses that are right next door to each other. You got the fancy eating place, uh, Yale College Inn, which. Drew Brees, of course, people asked him about it. And, you know, what do you think? Well, they got a chicken fried steak po' boy. I mean, what else do you need? Right, And, and right. then, of course, uh, the bowling alley itself where, you, where the music and, and you get up and, and, and sing the national anthem. And, I mean, it, it's just it's just a great place to go. And you never, I don't know. I mean, you and, and all the history that you've ever done that I've read about, your baseball and everything else. You were never like a P.T. Barnum. You're never a showman. And yet it seems to me like when you put rock and bowl up and went into it, it was a natural thing for you. They, uh, it really was a blessing. I guess, you know, you know, I look back at all the different people that crossed my path uh, over the years and, you know, things I got into, I guess, were all, uh, you know, a, a stepping stone to taking over the bowling alley and, and having a different, uh, you know, perspective and viewpoint about uh, the business, uh, it really was kind of a natural, you know, progression of things that uh, I really do believe that, you know, over the years, without realizing it, I was being prepared for it. Well, there you go. Well, I'll tell you one thing. It's obvious some of the better promoters out there, quite frankly, just end up doing the stuff that they like. You know, what would I like to go? What would I pay money to go and see? You know, right. and, and I find I find with the the theaters that I've been to, the people that I've worked with, that they are always easier to deal with, happier to deal with. And the shows, if they aren't as successful financially as they had hoped, it was still counted as a success because they put on something they and they pleased the, the bunch of people that showed up. And I think that's the that's the niche that you fell into when you did Rockable. Because obviously, I mean, your music, of course, is so eclectic, uh, and and you don't, but you don't do any of that hardcore acid rock stuff like that. You just good old rock and roll, Zydeco, Cajun music, New Orleans jazz you know brass music it's 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 all the happy tunes man and uh -huh. i guess you're just a happy dude and that's why and it comes out in your in your place you know i tell people that the the real uh you know i bought the bowling alley in uh november of 1988 and i you know virtually knew nothing about bowling i mean i had been in a bowling alley you know yeah. Man, well, I've been in bowling alleys all my life. I mean, I say, you know, different times of my life. I really bowled very few times. Uh, when I was a kid, there was uh, Pelican Lanes was, uh, you know, where the, the Heritage Plaza is now. That was uh, formerly a bowling alley and a big bowling alley. I think it had like 64 lanes. It was like one of the biggest That's bowling bad. alleys, uh, you know, of, of its time, certainly in Louisiana. And, uh, you know, I, I used to go in there. But it was always so busy back then. Bowling was so hot, and there were leagues all day and all night. Uh, and bowling was—it may have been fifty cents a game, but you know, for me back in nineteen the nineteen sixties, that was that was pretty good money. I mean, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, it fifty cents. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Mom and Dad used to used to bowl on Tuesday nights, but uh, 
it wasn't enough money for for their son to bowl and their two daughters to bowl, you know. So we would just go to the bowling alley and hang out in the concourse. And, you know, what I would love to do was mm-hmm. sit at the counter and get a cheeseburger and uh, play the jukebox, you know. Yeah, which you could and, do for uh, like a nickel or something like that. Right, right, right. I think you got you might have got seven plays for a quarter or something, you know. So, you know, at the time that was uh, – I looked at the deal, you know, at, at, at a bowling alley. I used to enjoy just being in the uh, in the center and listening to music and sitting at the counter, you know. Yeah. So when I bought the bowling alley, I had no preconceived notion about, uh, you know, alling the lanes and lane maintenance and, you know, what the league people looked at. I looked at it as what did I enjoy. And then when I was in college, you know, occasionally – you know, some of the guys, uh, you know, we could have dates and uh, we'd go bowling. Uh, and what we enjoyed was playing the jukebox. It was loud. Eating a cheeseburger. Uh, and, eating yeah. a cheeseburger and having a beer. And, uh, you know, back then you could you could uh, legally drink at 18 and illegally drink at 16, you know. <laughs> you so, didn't do that, though, did you? <laughs> not you. Not no, I grew up in Gonzales. We used to we used to run up to the Circle Bowl in Baton Rouge like on Friday and Saturday nights from midnight to four. You could bowl like those four hours without game at a time, just like five bucks ahead. Right, right. And it was right. like, you know, what are you gonna do? I ain't got no girlfriend. We played the football game, so after the game, we all pile in the car and we drink to the Circle Bowl and we bowl till four in the morning, had some <laughs> breakfast and went to bed. And then your dad's kicking you again at seven. Go out there and cut the grass. Right, right. Yeah, but, you know, midnight bowl was a big deal back then because I mean, that, that was a time at midnight. It was very uh, inexpensive uh, to go there, and and you could bowl for four hours straight mm-hmm. for one price, you know. And uh, so I mean, it was a lot of fun. Did that a few times. You yeah, know? that that was, I I had I had good memories, and I actually you know I actually broke two hundred once. <laughs> I ain't come close to it since, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't even try. John, if you see me pick up a ball at your alley, just just hit me in the back of the head with a with a beer can or something, because I my knees cannot take the ball. I'll su- I suggest you don't. I suggest <laughs> you don't. <laughs> All right. So uh, the reason I called you up here, and we're going to run out of time in this segment here in another couple of minutes, but the reason I called you up is because you you know you got shut down because of COVID, because of the lockdown, and you you have uh, not only the place. Um, in the city, uh, Yale College Inn and Rock and Bowl, but y'all have opened up a place in Lafayette. And the rules in the state and the rules in each one of those cities was different. So you were constantly having to juggle stuff. The city has not completely dropped the mask mandate like the rest of uh, the place. Like I'm an usher at St. Catherine, and as people are coming in, I'm going, you know, the masks are optional. You can wear them if you want to. I would say probably 85% of them took them off. But the city hasn't dropped that yet. Uh, they're talking about outdoor stuff you can do. LSU up in Baton Rouge now has has 100% capacity in outdoor sports. But, you know, what does somebody like you do who who has all this space indoors? And quite frankly, you know, you, you've been fighting this all the time. So what's the difference between this, the city here in New Orleans and Lafayette when it comes to uh, coming out of this pandemic lockdown stuff? Well, the, you know, Lafayette, the, the city was much more open. Uh, you know, during the entire time, and you know, there, there was conflict between the the, uh, the mayor of the city of Lafayette and the governor uh, of the state, because the you know the the mayor really thought that the 
the restrictions were overdone mm-hmm. and unnecessary. And you know, I, I certainly, you know, I, I side with the, the mayor of Lafayette on that, and I, I think the science uh, will tell you that. Uh, it seemed like, you know, the governor and the mayor. Uh, I think of New Orleans, really. You know, initially they were, you know, claiming they had they had to do all these things in the name of science, but when the science turned the other way, they didn't want to follow the science anymore. And uh, and the science does say, I many you know, right now the CDC says you can take your mask off. Mm-hmm. So you know, if, if that's the case, you know, why are you know, you know, why is the mayor? Uh, uh, you know, insisting that we keep it on. Uh, the governor, you know, the, the, the governors of all the other states in the, in the, in the, on the Gulf Coast all uh, reduced the face mask thing, you know, uh, well over, you know, a month ago, two months ago. And, uh, you know, Louisiana was the only one. You know, why is Louisiana, which has the reputation for the most fun-loving, unrestricted, place on the Gulf Coast and suddenly we are the worst host on the coast and there's there was just no there was no science behind it I mean there could only be politics behind it well it's politics that's uh, certainly across the board I mean I've seen people like go to press conference well you can put your mask on no I'm not putting my mask on for this conference I've I've been vaxxed well but uh, Fauci's wearing two masks well you follow the money you know Right, He's right. been around a long time. Don't tell me he ain't, well, whatever. You know what? i got to step yeah, away for right. a second. When we come back, though, we're going to talk about reopening a restaurant after lockdown and this restaurant revitalization fund and whether or not you should go for it. Uh, uh, Spudcast podcast talking out my ask with uh, John Blanchard from Rock and Bowl. We'll uh, come back right after this. Hey, guess what? The pandemic's finally winding down. Looks like you might get to go on a little vacay, but where are you going to go? I got an idea. Go fishing. Get yourself a licensed and insured fishing guide at lasaltwater.com. They got a guide for everything and every place. Inshore fishing, offshore fishing, fly fishing, kayak fishing, bow fishing, you name it fishing. At lasaltwater.com, there's pictures and videos of all the happy fishermen and women and kids. And don't be the one that got away. Go to lasaltwater.com and book your charter today. Spud here. You know, the last couple of years, I got to be buddies with attorney Mike Brandner. The guy Gambit readers have voted the state's best lawyer two years running. Yeah, he, he's been on that super lawyers list longer than I can remember. But you don't make it number one on those lists because you have witty commercials. You make it because you treat your clients like they're number one. And that's what Mike Brandner does. His clients are like his friends. He helps them through the tough times until he can get them a big check from the big insurance companies. So if you're in a wreck, get the big guy in your corner. Get Mike Brandner. 345-1111. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? The next time you have to travel, take along a couple of pounds of Parish coffee, and you won't be missing New Orleans for long. Brewed right here in the land of coffee lovers, Parish coffee has the taste you're looking for. From dark roast to coffee and chicory to flavored coffees like Bananas Foster or Bourbon Pecan, French Vanilla or King Cake or you name it, Parish coffee has a flavor just right for you. Look for the bright purple bag in the coffee aisle of your favorite market. Or order it online. Have it sent right to your door. What a perfect gift for any coffee aficionado. Sip the soul of New Orleans in every cup of Parish Coffee. 
And we're back talking to John Blanchard from Rock and Bowl and Yale College Inn. What's the fancy name of that place you got? You got a Rock and Bowl Lafayette, but you got some phone phone name for the restaurant. What's the name of that place? Well, it, it, it's the uh, Yale College Inn uh, Steak Bar. Uh, oh. Is is uh, so I mean it's the Yale College Inn menu, but it's a little more geared, uh, you know, to the steak lovers. And um, my son really, uh, you know, I was the Rock and Bowl originator but my son is really the restaurateur uh in the family and mm -hmm. uh he, he he did a great job bringing your college in you know um from where it was to where yeah. it is today and and uh, he's doing a great job in lafayette right now so well i had you go college in you know before you opened it and i don't know i mean it it was all right <laughs> it was uh well it was a, you know it was a new Orleans institution and it and it was you know in its day and for what it was doing they did an excellent job i mean and the place was legendary and uh the location mm. was you know close to loyola and tulane uh at the time and the tulane stadium you if you you had to drive by the yale college inn if you were going to the uh, old tulane stadium and the sugar bowl and so there was just a whole lot of history that uh, that passed by there on that corner. Yeah, because you could have changed the name. I mean, I I I I don't think it would have been wise to do so anyway. And and obviously you didn't do it, but nobody was. I mean, they didn't hold no. a match to your feet and go, hey, "You're going to leave a name alone." And you know, no, that's the uh, the only reason why I was interested was in the name, and uh, because it it did just have a, such a legendary uh, history, mm -hmm. and and the people. Who grew up in the neighborhood and you know the lunch spot maybe the lunch spot it was it was like in between jefferson parish and orleans and you know uh the so, politicians for both parishes would meet you know like the halfway point yeah was like the a neutral ground yeah yeah and so i mean you know the you know the mayor i mean the, you know landrew and morial and you know Donnellan and uh, you know all the fellas that that, that came through. I mean that that became the place where they would meet, you know, and, and discuss what the what the area was going uh, to do from you know from there. Well, let's talk about it. It's back up and running. Uh, not as I don't, it's not as up as as you would like it to be. What what is this re, uh, restaurant revitalization fund? It's a, I mean, well, it's a, it's a SBA loan type of deal. Is that a, is that a forgivable thing? Or because I don't have a restaurant, so I'll tell you the truth. I only read some of it. I didn't go into in depth, but I know, I know what you are as a businessman. I know you got to know more about this than me. I mean, I mean, I, I, and I probably you know know a little bit more than you, but there's still so much. I mean, you know, the, the government puts things out, and and truthfully, through this entire process, you know, they they come out with a program, and then uh, three months later, they reevaluate and they change the rules and then three months later they change their mind again so uh but at the time uh you know the the ppp money that we received to I mean, uh, we, we did receive two installments on uh that was based on uh payroll mm -hmm. and the uh, uh restaurant revitalization program was based on how much you know money you actually lost okay and uh well i mean so you know how did how do you you gotta like put it off like two years 
a year before the uh, pandemic and and the year of the pandemic, and that the difference is what you can apply for. Right, right. You, you take your 2019. Uh, you know how much revenue, the total revenue that you uh, that you reported, and you know that was file your income tax returns from 2019, and uh, you uh, then subtract what you uh, lost in, in 2020, the, the, the decrease in the revenue. And uh, well, that's, but that's, you come up with a, a but, figure, and then you, then, you, then you have to deduct what you already received from the PPP program, and, and you get the remainder. Well, what about all the, all the businesses that actually closed? I mean, you know, are they are they applying for these revitalization funds so that you can actually revitalize their uh, their businesses? Because there's a lot of them that just closed yeah. and ain't coming back. Some say I'm never coming back to this area even because of the way things were handled. But for the most part, they're just going. I, I couldn't I couldn't generate enough business even with the PPP to pay my people. Yeah, you know, and then well, plus, my, my understanding was gonna say, you know, and I could be wrong on this. Okay, but my understanding is that you know, any you know any restaurant that was open in 2019 and whatever their revenues were, I guess, you know, and they had to be, they had to be open uh, up until the, the, the time of the pandemic, yeah. you know, shut down. Uh, so, I mean, they couldn't have like closed in 2000 in January when, before the whole thing started, you know, yeah. but if they, if they were a going business, you know, when, when, when the government shut them down, my understanding is, is that, you know, uh, that they qualify for the uh, the restaurant revitalization. Well, there are other revitalization funds too. I mean, I got a friend of mine who who has a business where he he books talent on the military bases and and uh, and uh, college campuses and such, and all of those things got you know the tours. Sure. Got, yeah, the bases didn't get shut down, but the tours to him did, and the colleges got shut down. And you know, and like movie theaters and and regular uh, live action theaters and places like yours with the Rockabow with the music. There are a revitalization of funds to to help those people like get back up on their feet and reopen their doors. So they're right. across the board with all this stuff, but it's like, you know what? I gotta eat. I can't eat my own cooking forever, man. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. There's no doubt. And you know, we we shut down. You know, I mean, when the rock and bowl was shut down longer than the college end because with the the basic business of the rock and bowl is uh, parties. Mm-hmm. And live music, and you know, you, you might as well be selling uh, cocaine and meth. But uh, under the restrictions, you, you, you know, yeah. what we did was illegal. You know, I know. And so that, we that... were we were shut down. You know, for, for the, you know a, a good part of this whole thing. But the restaurant, we stayed open. Uh, you know, except for six weeks uh, in July, we shut down, and and we came back in the second week in August. But uh, you know, other than that, we stayed open. Whether it was, you know, takeout or uh, you know, the twenty-five percent capacity or outdoor dining only. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was able to, you know, fortunately keep my employees going. I mean, I really didn't. Uh, I didn't have to lay off many people, and I and I and because I received the PPP money, uh, I kept people on, and uh, and. Yeah. We kept my staff, you know, but then I was supposed to be getting PPP money uh, after Labor Day more, and you know, 
Pavlicic that kept delaying the thing and pushing it back and pushing it back. And that's when a lot of people got hurt because they were supposed to be coming up with more money uh, in the fall. And, you know, one party decided that they didn't want anybody getting money until after the election. And uh, that hurt a lot of people. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I was I was able to stay, you know, stay afloat. I was able to keep my staff going. And fortunately, you're right now. uh, I'm in better position than most restaurants in the fact that I was able to keep my staff together and I have a full staff. Well, it's all about it. You read a lot of you read a lot of reports about um, like coffee shop, well, restaurants across the board, both fast food and fancy dining and and fine dining and the mediocre dining they're all they're all hurting for workers and such and it seems like a lot of them took that well they 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 were able to make more money technically uh on the unemployment than they were able to uh to to work and work for tips and things like that so i mean i guess but it also i guess depends on people like you who people like to work for people like you i mean and i'm not going to sit here and trash other other restaurant owners and such in the way no, they do and, business and, and but you i'm hung- not trashing anybody no or but myself people hung with you but the, the people did hang and then and i i didn't cut their pay and i kept paying them and uh they've appreciated it and they've stayed with me you know so mm-hmm. uh you know with, with you know the other thing with, with that people don't you know always remember too there's nobody wanting to come back to work but there's a lot of people out there that all when, when this whole thing started and they're still not being forced they stopped paying their rent and landlords couldn't throw them out they stopped paying their energy bill and energy can't cut their power off they stopped paying their water bill and the water people sewage and water board can't turn their water off so when you don't have any expenses <laughs> you don't have to work well, and you know until you know until they get to this situation where everybody has to go back and start paying their bills yeah People are not going to go back to work. Not at all. Uh, well, that's but that's you know, there are there are always going to be people like that who don't who don't have to or, or don't want to. But uh, I think, like I said, not not to disparage anybody, but I think that's one of the reasons why you were able to keep all your people because they want to work because they like working for you because you're a nice yeah. guy, you're a good boss. Well, you know, I have some good people. You know, I mean, they are, the people I have are. They, they, they have a work ethic, and uh, I'm very fortunate uh, to have those folks with me for so long. All right. Rock and Bowl and Yale College Inn here and in Lafayette, and you're on the corner of uh, Carrollton and uh, Earhart. Earhart. And uh, when are you open? And in Lafayette, it's on Jefferson and Lee. Jefferson and Lee. I know where that's at, actually. That's I know, down, I yeah, downtown. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't been there in a long time. I did the Kingfish at the Hyman Center over there a couple of times. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's a that's a nice theater, too. Anyway, John Blanchard, thanks, man. I appreciate you taking the time. Congrats on staying open and uh, cranking it back up, and we're all going over there and uh, do a little Zydeco and eat a little sandwich, and it'll be a good day for everybody. Thank you, Spud. I appreciate it. All right, packing, all right, uh, packing up the Spudcast right after this. Are you ready to launch? The American Space Alliance wants to accelerate and support space exploration for the benefit of all Americans, and not just for national pride. You know how many products are created by and for NASA that we use every day? Scratch-resistant lenses, dust busters, LASIK eye surgery, solar cells, firefighting equipment, LEDs, insulin pumps, the list just keeps on growing. 
and it needs to keep on growing because the next generation of space exploration has arrived and the American Space Alliance and NASA want you to be involved. You can follow ASA on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Go to exploreasa.org to find out more. It's summertime, summertime, sun, sun, summertime, and that means hurricanes and heat. So how are you going to handle it this year? How about with a brand new whole house generator and an upgraded AC system from Serentine Refrigeration? My power went out during Hurricane Zeta for 10 whole seconds. Then my Serentine service generator kicked in. We were even able to run extension cords to the neighbor. And Serentine will keep your AC running smooth and cool even in the dead of August. Call Serentine today, 504-833-8831. 833-8831, tell them Spud sent you. Well, it finally looks like we're going to be spared the COVID lockdown this summer. Of course, there's other medical needs besides a big cootie sprains, breaks, stitches, pink eye, bug bites, sunburn. Some of these can be diagnosed and treated over the phone with telemed. But whatever your malady, Rapid Urgent Care is open 365, even on holidays, ready to treat you quickly and professionally. Whether you're on the North Shore or the South Shore, summertime bobos don't stand a chance at Rapid Urgent Care. Just go to rapidurgentcare.com for the address and number of the clinic nearest you. Okay, John Blanchard, Rock and Bowl. What a guy. Appreciate you guys joining me tonight here. But yeah, go over there to the Rock and Bowl. If you haven't been over there in a long time, they're still rocking and rolling, and you're ready to jam. Uh, Red Circle, Spotify, Google Podcasts. That's where you can find me here. Public Radio, Stitcher, Amazon Music. I'm on Twitter at SpudGotDat. And I'm on Facebook pages, Spud's Friends and Fans, John McConnell and the Big TZ. If you want this podcast emailed directly to you, or if you'd like to be a sponsor of the podcast, because uh, I can always use another sponsor, contact me at thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. Thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. In the meantime, see you guys tomorrow. Y'all be safe. Watch out for the crazies, but I'm a gone pecan.